to the Legion Chalk Talk podcast. I'm your host, Scott. Today, I have the honor of talking to Alexander and Hannah Rothberg. I met these two, um, well, I met Hannah two years ago and Alexander last year at the Coaches Summit or the Coaches Com- Congress Coaching Summit in Sweden. And I'll tell you what, I was impressed by them right away. Some things about these guys, they started their gym just seven months ago, the Islands of, uh, the islands of Granite CrossFit. And um, Alex has been running his own business for 10 years. And Hannah's been a CrossFit coach for a year and a half. These two uh, run a phenomenal show. And um, I can't wait to get into that. But some really cool things about them. Um, Alex does judo. Uh, which I'm a little jealous of, uh, but more so I'm jealous that he competes in shooting. And I think that is uh, just really cool. I might ask you a question about that. And Hannah, it loves cooking and creating recipes uh, with protein powders that are healthy and nutritious for all the athletes that she talks to and probably for herself. So welcome to the show, you two. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Did I get everything right this time? all right so good enough good enough yeah for our audience i kind of messed up the first time around so um it 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 never goes as smoothly as you want to but i um i remember talking to you two last year and um at the coaches congress and you guys were telling me that you're opening a gym but really what left um i left the coaches congress with when you're saying i think we're going to go with level method was not that I was excited that we were adding another gym because I was, but I was excited because of your personalities. Um, I really, really enjoyed the questions you asked. They made a lot of sense. They really showed a true focus on what matters. And so um, let's start with there because if, if my impression of you two has anything to do with how your business has gone, I'm thinking it's probably going pretty good. So seven months in business, but before I say any more, I want to put that in context. About seven months ago is when COVID hit and worldwide, and and you're not um, exempt from that. Where whereabouts are you guys in the world? And let's talk about that opening. Yeah, we're on a small island in in the Nordics, uh, and uh, we actually decided and spent all our money on opening just just a week before it hit. <laughs> so we we were. Pretty, pretty scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, how long had you been planning on opening your your gym? Well, just a few months, really. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we decided to do this in January. Yeah. And uh, everything went really, really fast. We wrote the contract on our on our facilities in first February. Uh, we actually had to contact coaches congress after you were actually allowed to, to, to join, to ask if I could come one day later to learn stuff and yeah. meet you guys. Yeah, because Coaches Congress was the same week that we uh, decided together with the contractors that, that we could uh, use this facility. So we didn't know before the same week. So it was a busy week. Yeah, because at Coaches Congress, it's, it's, court, it's classes pretty much all day where you're learning about um, how to run a business. You're talking to other business owners. You're hearing from the mentor groups and, and people who are just the best in the business. So I bet your minds were kind of exploding. 
At Level Method, we're constantly searching for ways to make your life as a gym owner easier. And that's why we created our social media service that makes you look like you're putting in tons of hours or paying someone an arm and a leg. Get six professional themed text and image posts each week, four weeks at a time. Check out levelmethod.com social for more info. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you find a lot of value in that in that um, event? Yeah, I, yeah, we met you. Uh, well, actually, I knew a lot about uh, level method through Hannah before, but we were. I was like, yeah, we're gonna have this, and then we actually met the guys that uh, have our system for booking classes and stuff like that, and uh, one of the suppliers of our equipment on the same day. Oh, that's excellent. So you, you got a lot of good connections from that event. I've got, I've been to that event twice, gone to Sweden twice for that event. And it is uh, an extraordinarily run, um, op, op, what do you, uh, event. It, it's just really well run. There's so much you can learn from it. So, um, that, that's a really great way to start your business. So you, you pull the plug, you say go and COVID boom hits. Yeah. Uh, what were the conversations like for you guys at that point? Well, we were pretty nervous as if we were going to be able to open at all. Uh, but we only had like a 10 people limit here in Finland. So we were able to open, but we had to limit the classes. But it actually worked out pretty well. It was kind of nice for us as a newly open business to only have eight people at a time for classes. Uh, we could like take it a day at a time and really see what works and what doesn't. Yeah, since we already spent all our life savings on this, we <laughs> it was just like yeah, forehead first and just go. <laughs> Hope for the best. <laughs> I think uh, honestly, um, I think some of the probably the strongest businesses moving forward are the ones who either came into COVID prepared and even buckled down more and created even more robust of a business system. And those that started during this, because you're starting in the absolute most adversity possible and you're setting all of your, your systems and things in place when it's the absolute hardest. And it's just, it should be just a downhill glide right after this, you would think, but I think it's really going to build a really strong business. Um, on that, you guys uh, were obviously talking to people in your community prior to opening because what were your opening numbers as far as members? Yeah, I think we had about 40 or something like that. Day one. Like really from the beginning, but filling up pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, and from the beginning, it was mostly people who had done CrossFit before uh, because they were no longer a CrossFit box. Uh, at this island and these were people who really wanted to do crossfit okay so you were feeling a need when are you going to open when we need to start now <laughs> yeah well that's great that's great so seven months later um with limited class sizes what are your numbers now yeah now we don't have limits anymore uh so we'll we hope that continues because the, the spread is picking up a bit in finland mm -hmm. Uh, so we'll see what happens to us, but it it, it looks promising. We would say we hit our our goal was a hundred members in in this year, and we hit that in June. We were hoping for like January. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's, that's great. Six months ahead. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know exactly, but we're just under 180 members now. Wow. Okay. With, with the line out the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I want to, I want to talk about that a little bit if we have time, but, um, I just read your, your a blog post coincidentally by level method was just dropped yesterday where you guys were interviewed about how you marketed. And, um, so I'm, I'm assuming that plays a pretty good role and as well as building the, um, building the environment and the culture specifically that you want. And this is a teaser for everybody. That's, that's a culture of extroverts. You like decided yeah. we want extroverts and that was a phenomenal blog post. And I think that every gym owner, I'm going to connect it in the show notes to this podcast, but I think every gym owner should go read that because it's not something I'd never heard of. And I, I think it's, it's a, a phenomenal answer to a question many people are work, looking for is like, how do I get the right people in the door? And it's not just about money and where you live. And um, some of these, you know, are you single? Are you married? Ages, there's other elements that are super important. Um, did you get experience doing marketing in your prior business, Alex, or did you just kind of um, dive into it here? Yeah, I've always, I always had a different way of marketing myself that mostly outwards looks like I'm not marketing myself. Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I try to identify how, who the people are that will, will use my services and then I apply uh, a filter on, on what I believe that they actually want to see and want to do. So, but in my last, uh, in my, my other businesses, I don't really uh, market myself because I let my work speak for myself because word of mouth is always the best kind of marketing. Yeah. So, I, 10 years ago, I uh, put down some rules. I never talk shit about my competition. Uh, I'm always honest. So, uh, and that has played me, and I always do my best. That, that's, that's the three things I do, and they seem to work out very well because then I focus on the right things and then I deliver on a product that they want and, and then everybody wants it. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine you, you've carried those over into the Island of Granite CrossFit. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit different there though. This is a lot more marketing. <laughs> yes. yes, yeah. Yeah, so um, let's let's, rewind a little bit. So Hannah was introduced to Level Method a year before the gym she was working with was going through the onboarding phase. And so she was aware of it. Um, and, and so when you guys uh, decided to open, like why Level Method? Like what about that made sense? And why did you make that decision? What, and yeah, what was that initial reason you wanted to use Level Method? Well, I want to say there's there are several different reasons, but the one we like the most is that there are like really uh, clear expectations on you, each member, depending on their level. Since they know, okay, this is my thing to do. I don't need to compare with the others. And what we hear most from our member as well, and which is what I loved, is that you don't have to scale down always feel like you can't do the right thing that you're supposed to do and it's hard to know what would be uh, the right weight or whatever and this makes it so much easier so instead they feel like they get to make it harder for them once they start to get better which is a lot more fun that is way. so it's kind of flipping it like i'm not putting making everything lower i'm actually 
where I'm at and making it harder as I go. I love yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. You're not you're not feeling like you're you're being held back. You feel feel more of pushing forward instead. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I've never heard it explained like that actually, but I really like okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> Use that. It's really good. Um, <laughs> so it was was using level method from the very beginning a decision you're happy you made? Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about that a little bit. Like, why do you think starting it when you started it was a good decision? If you want to join the best coaches and owners in the world, you have to check out levelmethod.com. We help gyms all over the world run a more professional and profitable business, stand out from the crowded market, and keep their members engaged, safe, and progressing for longer. Join the Legion and make fitness great again. Go to levelmethod.com. Well, uh, first of all, uh, since we had it from the beginning, for all our members, it's like, well, this is how we do it. It's no question about it, even though we had a lot of people who had been doing CrossFit before. But since it was a new location, a bit different, it was easier, I think, maybe to do the transition. Uh, and for the new members, they don't even ask why we are doing this. And also when we get members from who has been doing CrossFit at other boxes or come from other countries, they're like, oh my God, this is so great. So yeah, we're very happy. Yeah, when they move away again, uh, some people just yeah. live here during the summer. They always try to find a level method gym to where they go because it just doesn't do it for them anymore to not have it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's really good feedback. So you guys have a lot of people that come just for the summer. And so yeah, a lot of people. We're on Summer Island, so. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you had already been in business for three, four years, do you, would you have still brought on level method? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I'm curious. So you did, you started with a lot of people that were coming from a previous CrossFit experience, no more CrossFit gyms in the area. So they were like knocking down your doors, like let us unpack the equipment. Let's go. Right. So yeah, they, they actually carried stuff in for us. Yes. They were here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember when I opened my gym, it's like, I like working out and I like moving weights, but this is a different way of moving weights. It was very, a lot of work unpacking weights. It's amazing. So it's good that you had friends to help. Um, yeah. How did they feel about Level Method as you were starting to open? They'd been exposed to CrossFit, your, your standard CrossFit methodology. Did you have any, um, any hesitations from anybody? Not really. No, not really. We had, we had been very open about it from the beginning and explaining why we liked it so i think they were very open-minded and kind of quickly started to see why we liked it and why we chose it so yeah, yeah. And, and you know cross people are a special kind of breed that likes to push themselves so <laughs> so then we, we opened up with two weeks of testing and uh, everybody was like yeah psyched let's go let's do this yeah so we got like 80% of the members got their levels in two weeks. It was, it was insane. That is incredible. Those are really, really good numbers. Which leads me to the next question is, okay, so you had a really good starting of your gym. You implemented level method. Um, how did you start 
how did you assess people? How did you control that situation as people were coming in and signing up and you're like, I want to get everybody assessed and to get, you said 80 or 70% of everyone had their overall level or was it? Right. That's great. That's incredible. Yeah, um, everybody was a bit starved on CrossFit. <laughs> so they had been training for a while because it took yeah. a couple of months for us to open. And uh, so we just like for two weeks, three weeks, three, three weeks. I think we had like really testing. testing. Uh, just to get people their levels and then also for the next month we had a lot of uh, I lost the word I'm looking for opportunities to do testing so we like run tests and other programming so they could choose like for the first month we were trying to be very like okay yeah, you can test that that's fine uh, and then we did more normal programming after that just because we wanted people to get their yeah, we were, we were many times or most of the times we were two, two to three coaches in every class just to to get people to do both the workout and the tests yeah so so because so running two or three coaches um costs more typically i don't know about for you guys because i know maybe both of you are there but running two or three coaches costs more, but some people are um, probably going to wonder, like, is it worth it to get everybody through the assessments? Will it, is there a return on investment or an ROI on that? Because I mean, a lot of gyms are be like, wow, I, I don't want to pay for that. It, well, it saves you a lot of work in the end. Because mm -hmm. uh, if, if you do that in, when you implement it, you get a lot of people through the system really, really fast. And so we still have people coming in from that have no levels, but have done CrossFit before and don't want to do a kickstart. Right. So, so the, it's not a lot of work getting them to do levels because uh, there's so few now. But in, in the beginning, no one had a level. So right, right. I would say it saved us a, a lot of work and uh, made people more hungry for to do the assessments. And I think so, that's, I think that's probably the most powerful part of it for your member, um, the ROI part. Like you saved a lot of work and that's incredible. And I think that says a lot, but you said it made people more hungry for it. Yeah. And I think that's where the true magic probably happens because if they're hungry to assess again or to get that, get those done or to really engage in the full level method experience, they're not going anywhere they're, they're going to stay with you. Right. Of course you're on an Island. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are other gyms. We have to be very clear. Yeah. There's other gyms that do functional fitness on the Island. So yeah. we have to, but, um, so retention is super important. So I would think that that would be payoff tenfold for the extra you pay for more coaches up front, as well as the effort and frustration that occur if one person is trying to herd, what I say, herd butterflies, right? You got all these people flying around doing different things. So were you guys super strict when you first assessed or were you pretty light, lighthearted um, and just had fun with it? What was kind of the, the environment? Both, yeah. uh, I would say. The, uh, we have our members really like the testing so it's really not hard to motivate them to do stuff like that but we're super strict on the movements yes great. Uh, if you're one second short you're one second short yeah so we were really really strict and we continue to be really really strict with the testing as well and we we really follow the standards and that has led to some kind of 
group mentality that you do not cheat on the movements. Yeah, even if it's just irregular workouts. Yeah, that's incredible. So uh, I want to want to touch on what you said. You said that they really are motivated to test. They really like to test. Um, Newsflash, that comes from you guys. Like it, that 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 is from you. So what did you do to create an environment where people like this and they love it and they're engaged in it? Oh, that's a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know really. We just we well, put think, it out there. Uh, we we put we have like uh, a group for members only uh, on our Facebook uh, oh. where we like put okay this is what we're going to do this week uh, and if there's any extra information we tell them there and so we have like okay these are the tests you can do this week woohoo on monday we're going to do this on tuesday you can choose this one instead if you want to and like we're trying to get the hype up there so they're prepared and i think that may have had some impact yeah and, uh, <laughs> the old gang that, that that started right away that it, it's they have a very big competition mentality so when they started testing and, and like psyching up for a test, everybody else just joined in. Yeah, I think it's mostly the members just being really psyched about it that has led to newer members also being very psyched. Yeah, so it takes the, the, the fear away because everybody does it, everybody thinks it's fun. Yeah, right. So we, have, we actually have to break our members. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you cannot test today. <laughs> You can wait another. We can month. we can test we can test this next week. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a really good problem to have. I think um, having people be that engaged and wanting to be better, um, and the only one of the best ways to be better is to come into your facility and practice what they want to be better at. So I mean, it's a really great equation. I'm gonna I'm gonna add to what made it so successful because I think this is really important for other people to understand is from the second I met both of you at different times from the second I met both of you and talked to you, you totally got it. Like you had, you were 100% bought in on the idea and you, you, you understood it. And I think when you understand it that at that level and you, you, I, I call it buying in when you bought in that high of, uh, of a level, other people are going to follow. It's inside of you. And when you talk about it, there's no wavering. There's no questioning. Um, this is the best way. So did you guys have any other coaches working with you when you first opened or is it just you two? Just us. Yeah. And then another one who's also uh, owner. the owner of the gym. So, yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Like it does, so. <laughs> yeah, it was really easy to buy into it as well because, as I told Nathan on Facebook uh, a couple of days ago, I actually had the idea to quantify CrossFit before. Mm -hmm. so, so when I saw that someone had done it, I was like, "Awesome, we'll go with it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a pretty common. Um, that's a pr that's a pretty common statement from gym owners that really make a good go at this. Is like, I I've had this in my mind for a long time and I've, or or they've even tried it so uh that's a really great point so you understood from a very basic starting level this is something we need to have we need to have this quantification so um what tools do you use from level method because i already heard you say kickstart 
And so um, tell us what version of the Kickstart you use at this time. Uh, well, we do the five times uh -huh. uh, and we've both done it in small groups. We've had six people, I think. We started with eight, but realized that's way too many. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, six people uh, in a small group, or we do PT sessions either one-on-one -on -one or with two people. Uh, and it's worked really great. Uh, I've translated them to Swedish. Uh, the slides. The slides, yeah. yeah. So do you actually <laughs> use the slides in your kickstarts? Yeah. I, what is your feeling about that? Do you feel like it helps in any way? And if so, how using the slides? I do. I feel like it's maybe mostly for me, but also because it depends kind of from uh, people to people. Some people really look at them and they're like, hmm, oh, okay, interesting. And others like totally ignore them. But it, <laughs> it helps me to stay on track and kind of remember what I usually say and what I tend to forget. Yeah. <laughs> having, having them actually makes it, you don't really have to prepare as much because you know if you forget something, just press the arrow key or, <laughs> and you'll get the next slide and you'll remember. Yeah, it's a tablet. It doesn't matter for the clients who they are going to do the kickstart with. If it's me or if it's Alex or if it's one of the other coaches, it's going to be kind of the same experience anyway, which I like. Yeah, I think that's a big point. Is a lot of a lot of people really like the consistency of the kickstarts, of the assessments, and of the programming. Is that from one person to the next? It's this. It's very repeatable. And it's the same product, and um, and I think that's really important for consistency and for the members to feel safe and comfortable, no matter what class they attend. So, do you use a tablet for your kickstarts? TV. Oh, a TV. So you just click the. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. We have a small computer, like a stick computer, inserted yep. into it. So, we just if if there are no classes, like in the mornings. Sometimes uh, we use the big TV and uh, we just use laptops if, if the classes are full. Or iPad. Or iPad. Yeah. Okay. That's excellent. So um, do you use any of that? What other things do you use of level method? So we've, we're using Kickstarts. Are you guys using the programming? Yes, yes, we are using the programming and we absolutely love it. I don't think we could live without <laughs> it. saves us so much time because it, it's a full-time job to like actually do it that well. So it would take us an extra person to to do it, and it would take way too much time. That's and it probably wouldn't be as good either. <laughs> are your members enjoying it, and how how yeah, is it going? They love it. They, they really love it. They are really amazed by their results. Uh, and my brother, who moved to Berlin recently, he told me he's missing the level method programming. <laughs> uh, we have a level method gym in Berlin, so <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's really that's really exciting. Um, so, what uh, are you guys? Uh, do you guys track the workouts with your 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 members? Do they track have workout tracking? No, no, unfortunately not, because uh, the system we use don't have that function. Okay, so you're probably looking forward to that being integrated. What's that? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I didn't hear. Oh, uh, the, you're probably looking forward to chalk chalk it being integrated. Yes, 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, because our members are actually asking for for being able to track, and we've told them it's coming. Yeah. So they stopped asking about it, but uh, <laughs> but they're they're going to hold us to it. So <laughs> of they are. Yeah. We need to, we need to fix it. Yeah. And uh, regarding the, the the programming as well, I just wanted to say that only yesterday, uh, one day, three different people were like, "This programming is awesome." I never got these results before. That's so that, that in one day it, it comes every day. Someone is like, "This is awesome!" I'm just doing stuff I could never do before. So they're seeing the results. Yeah, a big time. Yeah. Are they having fun? Yeah, loads of fun. That's really important too. I mean, for a gym to you know, you're you're delivering a product, so yeah. it's extremely important that you get results. You're a gym; people want results, but there is a history of fun wrapped up in the workouts. So it's, I think having both is really important. So I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. Fun is one of the fundamental parts, I would say, because if it's not fun, you won't show up. It and then you won't get results. Yeah, no, it, the program can be perfect, but if it's not fun, no one will be there, except for a few dedicated souls, but <laughs> probably not the extroverts. <laughs> The extroverts, and that's who you're marketing. That's who you want in your gym, or extroverts. Yeah, we do stuff like yesterday was uh, muscle ups on the on the programming. Mm -hmm. We actually added uh, jumping muscle ups. Oh, that's a cool idea. How did yeah. that, how did people uh, receive that? Yeah, they they loved it because they were it. It's a fun movement. It's a really fun movement. <laughs> yeah, and was that on the bar like a bar muscle up? Yeah, or rings bar muscle up it was like yeah it's like jumping chest to bars or something like that you put the high box a little bit higher though if and then you just do the the jump instead of the kip and that may that enables people that that can't do strict muscle ups and just practice the movement in uh, in a safe way because they 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 catch themselves by the feet not by the shoulders yeah so what uh that's that's really fun what level did you integrate that at or what levels did you let do that yeah, actually, because it's so safe and it's pretty hard to do. Uh, so we, we actually let anyone do it because the, if they I want... I think it's only purple who could do it anyway. Yeah, it's only the purple one could get up anyway. So right. everybody try it at least. And, and most of them just tried it and couldn't do it. And those who could do it was like purple plus that could actually do it. So, so uh, but only that they got to try it even though they couldn't do it, it made it fun. Yeah, but it was still safe. I mean, I'm yeah. thinking through that process and there's, there's no risk there mm. that I can think that I can think of. That's really fun. I'm, I'm going to, the, this, the programming, uh, Nathan needs to hear this and he will. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. So you've done some of your own little twists to the programming as well then. Yeah. We always do that in regard of equipment and, uh, yep. Yeah, uh, we, we do not live in a warm area. So, yeah, so we're not going to you're wearing jackets. <laughs> we have, we've had snow. Over there. Yeah. yeah, so you're not outside running. No. <laughs> so um, let's let's talk about that. So a new person comes in and they want to get um, their overall level, but they can't run. What do you guys do? We're 
discussing that right now. Yeah, it's a new problem because we've had summer and that then everything was fine. But uh, <laughs> now we can't really run. Uh, some days it's warm. Uh, we are on an island, so it can uh, shift. The heat can shift a lot. So it can be rain and snow one day and sunshine and warm the next. So it really depends a little bit on the day, but it will get colder. And we were talking about uh, substituting the running for uh, air bike, but only up to like uh, blue three. Right. To, to, to not, not do the one mile run, but uh, 400 meter run, we think is probably quite representative, but when you go up to the mile, uh, your your technique in running also starts to matter more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, good thinking because when you do the five um, session kickstart, you're not getting somebody an overall level, are you? Yes. Yeah. They're getting all of their tests assessments. Yes. Yes. Ah, I love hearing that. That's really fun. So, what well, is the rowing is uh, one of the things that gets the most people get the lower level is in is the rowing because we don't have time to do the twenty minute test. Yeah, we only do the ten minutes tests. But you do live on an island, so when they do get to do the twenty minute test, how do they do? Yeah, they crush it. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Uh, we actually had this to pose a question in the in the programming uh, forums that, <laughs> that, that is it something wrong with the test because everybody's just scoring black brown red we like it's, it's something but yeah we're, we're pretty tall here as well i'm a normal guy and i'm in american uh, ways of measuring things <laughs> six foot three maybe Six foot three or six foot two, something like that. Yeah, that's what I want. 188 centimeters. And I'm pretty normal here. I'm not tall. Yeah. <laughs> we have shorter people as well, but we also have a lot of people like one of the guys uh, training with us who was here today. He's, he's, he's tall. He's 205. I think that's like wow. six, nine or something like that. It's really tall. <laughs> yeah. He's tall. I bet he scores high on that. That he gets a lot of meters or a lot of power out of yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. He actually made the rower move today when he was rowing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought I wanted to bring that up because it's so funny that you're like, is there something wrong with rowing? And I don't know. Pretty much everyone else is like, are you guys crazy? That's like one of our lowest scores, you know? So. Um, yeah, we, we, I've been uh, like checking the levels of our members and seeing if we can find some correlation in who do the rowing good and who does not and everything like that. And uh, th there's two kind of people that row score re really high. Those with a really high overall level mm -hmm. and those who are tall. Yeah. Because we have people with, with like yellow in overall level that score red on rowing. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That is definitely a kind of an anomaly, an outlier yeah. for sure. Yeah, we're we're also island people, so our, our members are like over thirty mm -hmm. before internet age. Yeah. So, uh, so what did we do? Since we're island people, most of us have like a summer place or something like that. And in the, in the summers, we've been there as kids. There was no internet, no TV, because most people didn't have electricity in the island, in the in the cabins. So what did you do? Yeah, you took the boat and you rode around that bay like 
500 times. <laughs> it's just so everybody crazy. just have that movement naturally. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. I love seeing the differences in the different parts of the world. Like, you know, for for instance, with rowing for you guys and areas that have shorter athletes, um, I relate to better in some things, um, but it, it, it's, it's very interesting. Um, so let's, let's kind of wrap up with uh, some advice from you guys. If someone is listening to this and they're going to open a gym or they're thinking of opening gym, um, what advice would you give them? It can be about level method. It can be without level method, whatever. Yeah. The, know what you're selling. Mm-hmm. You're, you're actually, we don't believe you're actually in this kind of setting with like small groups and, and CrossFit type workouts, uh, level method or no level method. You're not actually selling the training. Yeah, you're, you're selling an experience, selling, you're selling a fun time, the best hour of your day. The training is there, it keeps them there if they get results, they think it's fun, they're there to train, but that's not actually what you're selling. So try to sell the fun. Right. Don't tell anyone, tell anyone that you're having fun. Show them that you're having fun. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. fun things attract fun people and fun people attract more fun people. And that kind of comes down to how you market as well. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's excellent, you guys. Um, be honest, also. Don't try to milk. Uh, we don't really buy into the, like milking money out of people. Mm-hmm. So we we try to think about how do you get to keep the member for five years or more. Right. So we're all about the retention. We don't really care a lot about getting new members because getting new members actually works out really well if you take care of the old ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's incredible advice. And um, so what are your action points uh, behind fun? Like if you're selling fun, what do you guys talk about when, you know, maybe you're bringing on a new coach or, or you're, you're wanting to make sure that the person is the right right fit and then you're telling them this is how we do it at island island of granite well we have a few things like always trying to make people smile like without acting like a clown but trying to get some smiles or some laughs don't be too shy or too like occupied with how am i looking or right don't worry about those things Uh, and really yelling hello when someone comes in the door and goodbye when they leave Uh, really using people's name during classes you learn people's names really important yeah everybody's names yeah Yeah. and also celebrating like the smallest victories and the biggest ones and just yeah we do this thing when we end a class we, we recap the class and like give credits where credits due mm-hmm. and uh, then, then the coach like like screams one two three and everybody claps and uh, if someone has like got a new level something we'd add an extra clap oh that's cool and our visitors from another box we give them an extra clap so we, we shift it up a little bit with with celebrating uh, whatever happens if it's birthdays or anything we add the claps here and there and it really 
adds to to the feeling of getting recognized. Yeah. And when there's something we've gotten a lot of uh, uh, what do you call it? Feedback, good feedback today, actually, from several. We have had some members that have gotten pregnant and, and uh, getting kids. Uh-huh. So what we do, uh, no one knew about it. So when, when, when we knew that the kid was out, we bought uh, like uh, baby bodies with our logo on and sent and mailed them to them. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. Yeah, so uh, it was really well received. Yeah. So you have fun. You, you celebrate everyone when the time is right and you celebrate consistently yeah and i'm sure your level method with um all of the opportunities to celebrate is a big tool in that yeah definitely yeah oh i love that well thanks you guys so much for joining us today thanks for having us thanks for having us and thank you listeners for tuning in to this episode of the legion chalk talk uh we have this episode or an episode every week on Tuesdays. Of course, you can listen to it any day you want on any podcast platform out there. And if you want to look at our faces, you can join us on YouTube. If you want to know more about Level Method, it's really simple. Levelmethod.com. And uh, if you want to know some more about Alexander and Hannah, check out the show notes. We're going to tell you all about them. Thank you so much for being listeners. Have a great week.